Hey guys, this is Rob Carbone. Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankee info than by listening to this podcast right here, right now. What's up, guys? What's going on? Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 4 of BD4. It is a rainy Wednesday night, 10.30 p.m. Um, figured I'd get you your fourth episode here so we can dive right into this. Um, yep, the Yanks coming off five in a row. All right, they uh, salvaged a series in Chicago where they took the final two games. Come back home and just completely dominate the race. It was gorgeous, man. You get, a, you get a beautiful outing from Masahiro Tanaka. I want to start with him. He was just splendid. You know, Tanaka goes and pitches nine shutout innings. He pitches a complete game shutout, allows just two hits, one walk, strikes out ten. It was vintage Masahiro Tanaka. That's what that was. You know, big game coming into a, to a series where the Yankees needed need a win against the first place Rays. You know, and a little bit of a rut lately. Tanaka comes out, doesn't give a shit about that, shuts him down one, two, three, you know? And that's why, and that's always why I'm going to hold back my judgment for the most part on Tanaka. Because I know he he's always going to show up when Tanaka needs to show up. He's a big game pitcher. You know, he's a legitimate, you know, guy you can, that you can rely on when things get bad. And, um... No, that's that's what he does, man. That's what he that's what he's done ever since becoming a Yankee, and that's what he's doing right now. So, credit to Masahiro. And the funny thing is, they interview the guy after the game, and he even says he says, you know, I I didn't feel I had my best stuff out there. You know, nine innings, no runs, two singles, not my best stuff. And that's why you gotta love this guy, man, because he holds himself to such high standards. You know, and that's why he pitches so well in these big games, because he expects him to do. He expect he pretty much expects um, a shutout every time he goes out there. That's the mentality he has, and that's the mentality every single pitcher should have. I love it. So Tanaka tells himself, you know, I don't know the exact words, but he tells himself, "So I didn't have my best stuff." And you know what? He actually didn't. He he was mislocating a few pitches today. Uh, not today, but I'm recording this on Wednesday. But he uh, he mislocated a few pitches. He got away with some. But no, for the most part, I mean, he did good though. He had that splitter working. He had the entire uh, the entire recipe. He had the slider working for him. Everything was working, and he clicked, and he was terrific. And the Yankees take game two, and then you go to game three today. So they get another great outing from uh, a starting pitcher. So the pitching has stepped up lately. Got to give credit to the pitching. Uh, today it was CC Sabathia. For once, CC actually gives the Yankees length, so <laughs> got to give him credit there. And he and he picks up his 250th career victory, a nice milestone. You have to think that this may be the last time we get a pitcher with 250 wins, because of you know how everything is nowadays with relief pitching and you know worrying about innings limits and all that. So this could very well be the last time we see Sabathia. We see, I'm sorry, that we see a 250-game winner. So, congrats to CeCe. You know, he pitched a great game today. He struck out seven across six innings. Barely, you didn't really get into much trouble other than that fifth inning. 
So he gets the job done. But the story today and the story lately has been this offense. These guys were in a little bit of a slump, but I knew they'd come around eventually. And they came, they've come back these last couple of games, these last five games. They've, they've been terrific playing that same, you know, using that same strategy, you know, that same, that same death by a thousand cuts attack where they're just going to get at you with hit by hit by hit by hit by hit, single, 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 double home run. You know, they're going to mix it all in, do it consecutively. And that's what they did today. You know, they come out strong in the first against Blake Snell, which was impressive as hell, man. Blake Snell's no, you know, no joke. They come out against Snell. They draw four walks on him, get a couple hits. Gary Sanchez provides the big three-run blast. You know, Snell, you know, down 3 nothing before he can, you know, he leaves the game before he can uh, record more than an out. So he leaves the game with one single out, down 3 to nothing with the bases loaded. And the Yankees end up scoring those three runs. So they they put six on Snell's line. So it was impressive, man. He leaves the game with a 440 ERA. So Yanks get out on Snell in an impressive-ass outing. Then they get shut down for a bit. I believe the Rays retired the next 17 batters before the seventh inning came around. They didn't score in the seventh, the Yankees, but they came back out in the eighth and they scored. They made it. They doubled that six. They made it twelve to one. The big hit came off of Glaber Torres's bat, grand slam to right center, his first career grand slam. Um, and I don't think Torres gets enough credit for how great he's been for the Yankees, man. You know, everybody's talking about DJ, rightfully, rightly so. You know, DJ's their MVP. Everybody's talking about you know, whoever Luke Voigt been terrific, but Glaber they have the Yankees have so much talent. That Glaber Torres isn't even being talked about. Glaber Torres would be a franchise cornerstone on any other team. Or most other teams. Not the Yankees. This guy's just another, you know, it seems like he's just another complimentary player on this team. When he's he's gonna be a bona fide star. And um so he hits the big grand slam, makes it his sixteenth of the year, which is crazy because nobody thought this guy would have that much power. You know, when he was in the minors. And he comes up and he's already got 16 for a middle infielder, man. For a middle infielder. So good for him to get his first career slam. Good for Gary, of course. That home run today was his 21st. Four more RBIs. This guy's on fire. Tell me he's the best catcher in the game. I agree with you. If you told me that, I'd agree with you. Now, last year, different story. Didn't look like he had anything last year because he didn't. This year, he's completely changed his mentality, man. Looks in better shape physically, too. Mentally, he's just much better up there, bringing a better approach, not trying to pull everything every time. You know, still can get into a little bit of a slump sometimes when he's trying to pull the ball, but for the most part, he's been bringing that balanced, clean approach to the plate, and it's been paying off, man. He'll be your starting catcher in the All-Star game. You know, so that offense continues to rake. Um, Giancarlo Stanton returned two days ago. Or no, he returned yesterday. He didn't play today, which was ridiculous. Um, returns yesterday. He goes, <laughs> he goes 0 for 4. Two strikeouts, a pop-up from runners on base. <laughs> Yankee fans boo him. I'm not necessarily making a big deal out of getting booed. I think people get way too you know soft when it comes to booing. It's a three-letter word. You know, All it means is step your shit up. I don't get too offended by that. Whatever. But, you know... 
I do I do think, you know, give the guy a little time before you start, you know, before we start booing him, you know, maybe give him some more time. He does his first game off the DL. Now, as you know, I'm not the biggest Stanton fan. You know, I'm not, I'm kind of so-so on the guy. I don't know how it's going to work out. Is he going to ruin this, you know, runners and scoring position, you know, thing the Yankees got going? You know, he's not the most clutch hitter. So that does worry you a little bit in the long run. But, no, I mean, for now, we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see what happens. But um, I did think Paul O'Neill brought up a great point today. Uh, O'Neill was talking about the difference between the guys like Stanton and guys like LeMahieu, where LeMahieu goes up there and he may not give you the home run as much, as much, but he's more times than not he's going to come through with something. You know, whether it's a single or not, he's going to get on base because he doesn't bring a bullshit approach. So that does concern me a little bit going forward, you know, how Stanton's going to mix into this whole bat-to-the-ball thing, put the ball in play. But, you know, at the same time, we got to give him time. You know, we can't be blowing him on his first game back. But, no, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, And Aaron Judge comes back. Aaron Judge comes back this week. Uh, I don't think there's a specific day yet but it will be before the uh, London series. So, Judge is coming back sometime on this homestand. That's going to be fun. Again, he's also a little concerning with the strikeouts, but not nearly as much because he's more a complete hitter. So, there's a great chance he does come through with those clutch hits too. But, no, you like the way the offense is playing at the moment. And this year overall, I mean, they've just been terrific. After today, they're now 288 with runners in scoring position. So they're batting 288 one year after they were batting, what, 248 in those scenarios? I mean, you want to talk a big difference why they're so great this year? And that's it, right there. That's why the bats have been so much funner to watch this year, so much better, because they've been coming through in these spots by putting the bat to the ball, just as I've, just, uh, just as I've been saying. You know, they're making these... These clutch hits time after time. And a big part of it is DJ. You know, another big part of it is guy are guys like Gio Urshela, Cameron Mabin, guys other guys that, you know, don't bring a stupid approach to the plate. And um you gotta you gotta credit everybody, man, for this. They're bringing the perfect balance this year, you know, of clutch, discipline, power, speed, contact, defense. You know, they're bringing a great balance. Something you didn't really see with this team last year as they were very, very one-dimensional. This year, you're seeing a little bit of everything. You know, they have these role players that they've kind of lacked since 09. You remember in 09, that great bench they had? You know, Ramiro Pena, Cervelli, um, Brett Gardner, I think, came off the bench. They had some great bench additions in 09 who really, uh, really, really helped the team out. And that's kind of what, you know, that's kind of, I get, I'm getting those same kind of vibes. And, you know, I've said before, I do not want to use the word special. I think it's completely stupid and premature to use the word special so early in the season. But it, I do understand when people talk about online with this team because it kind of gives you those similar vibes. You know, we're hit after hit, you know, they're attacking, they're having this resiliency. These guys are coming out of nowhere and just doing the job. So I know what you mean. I know what everybody means by that. Um, 
And it's fun. It's been a one fun thing to watch. Now, the one thing that hasn't been similar to 2009 has been the pitching. Uh, the pitching can be a big issue with this team if they don't fix it. Now, granted, they've been much better lately, so credit. Tanaka was terrific. Hap was even better yesterday. And uh, Sabathia was obviously good today, as we just talked about. But overall, talking big picture, still think they need to acquire a starter. Still think they need a starter, and you should too. You know, this is a team where <laughs> they've got holes in and out of this rotation. When's Severino coming back? Is Severino going to be the same? When's Herman coming back? Can Herman get back to that, you know, that ace-like pitcher he was when he started the season? You know, Montgomery might be done. Sabathia was great today, but, you know, does he go back to his four or five inning, you know, misery next time out and so on? So you got some questions in the rotation. Definitely need to be addressed. Um, now, since last time we talked, there hasn't, mich- there hasn't been much changing in the uh, starting pitching market. You're still hearing the same names tossed around, you know, Max Scherzer, of course, being the number one option, but also Bumgarner, guys like Stroman, big Stroman fan. Um, who else? Trevor Bauer, even. Trevor Bauer's in it. Um, his name has been floating around. I'm trying to think who else. Um, there might be one other. I can't think of his name. But, yeah, there's some good, you know, good pitchers out there. Nothing special besides Scherzer. You know, there's a, Scherzer I'd consider the ace. There's a few number twos and then a bunch of, like, number threes. Hopefully, so I saw this thing on Twitter today. It was a poll asking, would I rather have one great starter or two very good starters? Honestly, I have no idea how to answer that. <laughs> because I know I've know i I've said before that just Max Scherzer is not going to help the Yankees. Considering they do get him, let's just... Play, you know, play for fun. Say they get him somehow, some way. Even that, I don't think, can save the Yankees. So I might want to lean towards two very good. But at the same time, how could you just leave Scherzer out there? Now, who's to say they can't get Scherzer plus somebody else? It's going to cost a lot. It's going to cost like hell. You know, but... If the Yankees can put together the right package, if the Nationals continue to tank... Who knows? I know uh, Mike Rizzo, or whatever his name is, the GM of the of the Nats, says that he does not plan on selling. But, you know, he's not going to flat out say, yeah, sure, I'll sell. But we'll see. We'll see, man. But I do think the, I don't know, I think, I think the Yankees are going to need two starters. But if the, if, you know, if Scherzer becomes available, who says they can't, they shouldn't go after him and get another guy, you know? So I do think they need Scherzer, and hopefully I'm a big Stroman guy. So if the Scherzer plan fails, go after Stroman. That's the number. You know, he's a good number two pitcher, having a bounce back season. He is a little small. You know, it's gonna. He's not. You know, not a strikeout pitcher. He's a. He's more of a ground ball guy. But he gets the job done. He's pitching to a three twenty something this year. Stuck on Toronto, so he's only four nine. But he's gonna eat some innings. Give you good length. Good pitcher to have. And I love his intensity. Love his intensity. Kind of similar to Max, but 
maybe a little less, but a lot of his intensity. I think it's perfect for uh, New York. So we'll see what happens on the market going forward. Um, but no, the Yankees definitely need to put something together. Some kind of package of Frazier, you know, Estrada, maybe Garcia. I don't, there's this guy, I don't know if you, people have heard of him, but he's just starting to, you know, he's kind of making headlines lately. I forget his first name. Is it Davey Garcia? Davey Garcia. He's a pitcher on the Yankees. He's a prospect. He's becoming this next phenom. You know, the kid struck out 15 in six innings uh, the other day. And he's, I think he throws about 92 to 95, but the big thing with him is his movement. You know, the movement on Garcia's pitches are incredible. Uh, He's been, he's being compared to Pedro Martinez already because he's got the same thing. You know, Pedro was a guy with good movement. Pedro, he's kind of small too, just like Martinez was. So Garcia's, you know, been making headlines lately as this next phenom pitcher. So you got to think maybe, maybe the Yankees put his name out on the, uh, you know, on the on the uh, trading block. So it's going to take a lot if you want some top line, you know, some front line starters. It's going to take a lot. It's not just going to be something cheap. It's going to take Frazier. It's going to take, you know, maybe Estrada. So we'll see what happens on that, <clears throat> you know, on that. So um, what else can I get to? Oh, so Aaron Judge with, so with Judge returning soon. The decision will have to be made on what to do with Cameron Maben. This has been a big topic in Yankee land lately. Now, um, personally, if you ask me, it's not that friggin' hard of a decision to make. I'll tell you right now, it's not hard of a decision. It's not a hard decision. Want to know my answer? DFA Sessa, you can do that. You can also send down Jonathan Holder. You can... Send down David Hill or whatever. You can send down Cortez. You got four pitchers to choose from, from either DFAing or sending down. Okay, you don't need you don't need this many pitchers on the roster. I'd rather go with the four man bench than a than a. I think it's a fourteen, thirteen, or fourteen pitching uh, pitching staff, fourteen man pitching staff. I'd rather go with the four man bench. Makes much more sense, and especially when Maben's been terrific, man. How are you gonna sit? How are you just gonna cut a guy out of nowhere when he's hitting the hell out of the baseball, helping on both ends, providing that veteran leadership that we love so much? How can you just throw him to the side? So if they cut this guy, I swear I will rant on my next podcast. You'll be hearing me scream for twenty minutes. So he better stay around because, like I said, he and Urshela, two key pieces to put you know on a playoff team. Those are two guys that aren't gonna get the attention as the other big bats are. But they are going to make just as big, or near, near uh, as big as an impact. You know, these are two guys who can really, really help a team win, because they do their damn job on both ends. So I'm hoping the Yankees keep Gio. I'm not. Oh, Gio's going to stay. I'm hoping the Yankees keep Maven on this roster. You know, come Judge's return. He and he better become. And if they do, he better be the fourth outfielder over Gardner. So they're going to run a five-man outfield. Rotation. If they do so, it better be uh, Mabin as their first one off the bench. Because I'm tired of Brett Gardner getting all this friggin' time. I'm sorry. I'm tired of it. Guy's not good anymore. Okay. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for what you've done. But you know what? If you can't play on the field, that's the first thing. That's the first thing I care about. If you can't do well in the field, I'm sorry. You shouldn't be playing as much as you are. So, so 
keep Mabin. And and if you do keep him, when you need when you need to give Stanton guys like Stanton a night off, guys like Judge a night off, guys like Hicks a night off, when you need a late replacement in the game, need a pinch runner, I think Mabin should be the go-to guy. All right. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty much that. Um. You got the Astros coming up for four games here at the stadium. This is going to be a tough series. This will be the true test. You know how the Yankees going to handle Houston. I consider Houston the best team in baseball. I know the Twins have the best record currently, and the Dodgers maybe right beside them. But the Astros, to me, are just the team to beat because they've proven it before. They've got the stars. They've got the pitching. They've got the defense speed. They have everything the, like the, just like the Yankees, but a little bit more in each category. You know, They've got power, speed, contact, clutch, versatility, defense, pitching, a bullpen. You know, they've got that stuff. So they come to town. It's not going to be easy. The Yankees were swept last time they played Houston. They were a, they were a completely different team then. They weren't hot yet. They didn't hit that rhythm. Right now they're in a a very hot. You know they're very they're in a very good rhythm. They've got players coming back. So this will this should be a different um, result. If I see the Yankees get swept again, you'll also be he- hearing me rant about that. So let's hope for a series win at the, at the least. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do I have anything else to say? Um, I think I got to all of it for now. Um, didn't receive any DMs. <laughs> but no, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I guess we'll wrap it up here, guys. Thanks so much once again. Now, Saturday, I'm going to come back out here with a guest on the show. Um, he will be... Yeah, Saturday. That'll be Saturday. I was supposed to have a guest last Saturday, but couldn't make it. But I will get the guest this Saturday. I'll have somebody on with me to bounce opinions off of. So it'll be much, much more entertaining as opposed to me just blabbering on about, you know, bullshit. All right, so we'll end it here, guys. I'm going to go to bed and pray that it doesn't rain tomorrow again. (laughs) We'll see. Thanks, guys, so much. I'll see you later. Ciao.